afternoon, everybody. It is officially afternoon, you know, Christy. It is, yay! And here we are with Taste of the Town with Christy and Mel. Toast of the Town. Well, I know, but we have to talk about <laughs> what happened last Thursday, Wait, so I'm going with Taste. Don't make it sound like I'm you did so- that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we had Taste Fest last Thursday, yes. and that's the reason uh-huh. I bring it up. Anyway. Yes. Um, that's okay, so, I'm still calling you to the carpet so on that. Toast, toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. Yes. And... Yes. We have guests today. Yeah, it's awesome going to be a fun guests. show. It is. It's, it's a beautiful be, day. It is a beautiful day. It's going to be all about Father's Day. It is. I mean, I really. Know. So many good things going on. But yes, Taste Fest, what a great success that was. Oh, my gosh. Um, I ate so much food. It was terrible. Um, but you know what was, what was so cool is there were some restaurants that brought some new stuff. Um, there, really? were, um, there were some uh, Outback brought some seared ahi tuna, which was Unbelievable. Ooh. I've actually Ooh. already gone back to Outback to actually purchase said seared ahi ahi tuna. Wow. And, uh, but it was so good. And then um, our friends over at Pacific Yard House went through 45 racks of ribs in an hour. Good Lord. Was that all you, Christy, or was that? You know, <laughs> I shall re- remain nameless as far as blame goes on it. But there was so much great food. Uh, of course, All Star Catering had their amazing candied bacon. You know, which is like always the first thing that I look for when I walk through the door. Oh, and there was great wine and great people and so many great friends. In fact, I took Jackson as my date, my sweet, wonderful 13-year-old Aww. son. And I had to ask him, I was like, is it like really annoying going places with me because I know people? He's like, well, it's kind of tiring, but it's kind of cool. And I was like, oh, okay. And um, and here and Mel's having technical difficulties. Of again. course, Mel always has technical but, uh, difficulties. But but Mr. Miguel Lopez with the uh, Small Business Development Center over at uh, Lone Star Community College was there, and he was great and introduced us to a new business called Alpine Yoga that's um, now open in London Town Shopping Center, and um, and they're going to be doing some yoga. So I think I'm going to go check that out. And mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so it was it was Not lots of fun and lots of time and and uh, good opportunities to meet new people and talk to people and. And um, and it was fine. It was a good time. I'm sorry. We had a guest passing us by, and I was like, "Stop it! Stop yeah, it!" Yeah, Mel, Mel sometimes forgets I that know, there's I a microphone yeah. in front of her face. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what makes us fun. Come on in. I'm sorry. But yeah, so it's been it's been busy, and of course, this weekend I was in um, outside of Dallas at a great baseball tournament, uh, playing some ball with Jackson and our good friends over in Livingston. So that was a great time. I know it was a beautiful weekend, and a lot of people had a lot of fun with. All the great things going on around the summertime, and uh, and now here we are, and and I'm still baseballing this week, and we're having a great time. There's some really cool events coming up too. Um, in case you aren't subscribing to the Conroe Chamber of Commerce, make sure you go tomorrow morning for their morning mingle. It's their networking breakfast. It is at Conroe's Incredible Pizza. It starts at 7:30. It's a wonderful, wonderful time. If you can't imagine Incredible Pizza doing a great breakfast, you are terribly wrong because their candied bacon is also I was pretty to say, fantastic. There's something about bacon that fits yep. in here again with you. Exactly. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Um, like I had a meeting this morning and all I went for was the bacon and I ate a lot of it. And it improved my mood like instantly. It's great. Um, and then uh, Montgomery County Young Republicans is meeting at Pacific Yard House tomorrow from 6 to 8. We love our friends over there. Also, Blue Epiphany is hosting a bingo night um, and that's also from 6 to, 8, 6 to 8 p.m. And they're a great local winery here in town. On Friday, Mr. Charles Tullis, the legendary Charles Tullis, is having his 75th birthday party at Tut's. If you've never met Charles, you are truly missing out. I've gotten to know him through the years with Friends of Conroe. He's one of the charter members of Friends of Conroe. Such a great guy. Um, brought us the institution of Tut's many moons ago. And I remember as a kid going, one day I'm going to go in there. And I have, as a matter of fact. Um, and then and that starts at 6. Caleb and the Homegrown Tomatoes are going to be at Pacific Yard House starting at 8 p.m. That's going to be a great, great show. Um, local group, uh, really good music. Uh, and then Saturday, we're going into Father's Day weekend, which is going to kind of roll into our wonderful guests that we have today. The Conroe Cruisers is having their fourth annual Father's Day weekend car show out at the outlets at Conroe. That's from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then my wonderful friend, Sean Thompson, and friend of our show and friend yes. of Lone Star Community Radio, yes. is uh, going to be out at the Montgomery County Shakespeare Festival that is going to be at Rob Fleming Recreational Center. They are going to be doing some great works by Shakespeare. There are going to be vendors. There's a kids area. It is free and open to the public. It's from 2 to 8. So make sure you go out there. If I know these guys, it is going to be 
great, fun time, and they're going to breathe new life into Shakespeare. I, I just have no doubt it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful event. And then, of course, Sunday is Father's Day. So many great things going on. Of course, Pacific Yard House is having their brunch and lunch over there for Father's Day. Uh, but so many great ways to celebrate Dad this weekend in and around Conroe. And uh, and we've got uh, just looking forward to next week before we come back to Father's Day. Next Wednesday is the Woodlands Chamber Breakfast at Grotto. That starts at 7.01 a.m. because 7 a.m. is just too early. Too early. Um, that's going to be a great time. And then looking forward, if you are someone you know is an avid bike rider, we are doing the Burn Your Buns Charity Bike Ride, benefiting Bridgewood Farms. That is always on the 4th of July. It's bright and early before it gets too hot. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. You can go to bridgewoodfarms.org to register and get the map and all the great information. And then, of course, I've got my Sounds of Texas show coming up on August 24th. That is going to be Jason Boland, Cody Canada, and Mike McClure at Pacific Yard House. You can get your tickets at friendsofconroe.com. Oh, my gosh. I know. Do you need I know. to take a breath? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yes. So, you know, so we've been talking about Father's Day. Yeah. And, you know, whenever, whenever we were talking about who we were going to get on the show today— it was important to us to to bring on some great, not just great dads, but great community dads, because it takes a lot to raise kids, which we all know, but it takes even more whenever you're doing that and you're juggling that and a career, and, and then you're still finding time to volunteer and do some really great things. So, um, so Mel, yeah, why don't you introduce our guests? Okay, I'm excited. Or should we take a quick break first? What time is it? Well, I don't know. What time is it? I don't know. I've been Dick? talking kind of Dick? fast. It was that double shot espresso. Oh, we, got, we got five minutes. Cool. Okay, no more espresso. Well, you. I, you know, I went over to Carly's Mercantile here next door, and I couldn't help myself. Okay, so I have a question. Yes. So the double shot of espresso yes. mixed with the champagne. Yes. It's probably like mixing drugs. No, it is like I'm going to be a wired happy person. Oh, really? Okay. And And you know what? We all, me... need, we all need Christy to be a wired happy person. Let's, yeah. just, get, <laughs> let's just get that out of the way. Okay, so uh, we have two guests with us today. Yes, we do. Um, one of them is Mr. Mike Fortner, who is a regular listener. Mike, we love Mike. And, and one of our cheerleaders, I think. And the other one is um, City Councilman Raymond McDonald. And um, you, you have a myriad of other titles, but we will talk about those. But the most important title you have is? City Councilman. No, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Father. <laughs> so... Um, Anyway, oh, your microphone, it has all kinds of problems, doesn't it? <laughs> Don't worry, I'll just go on with the show. <laughs> anyway, um, so welcome, gentlemen. We're glad to have you with us. Thank you. For Thank, you. Look, Thank you. It's going to be fun. It's now the Mel Show. The Mel Show, that's right, that's right. So I can call it anything I want, can I? Taste of the town, toast of the town. <laughs> I have been muted. Oh, I'm but back on. There you are. <laughs> Everybody celebrate. Anyway. All right. Um, so... Where were we? <laughs> so, Mike. Yes. Yes. You've got two boys. Yes. Two yes. for me. Um, Jennifer has two. We're a yes. blended family. Yeah. So, and what are their ages? So, the daughter is 21, the son is 18, and then my two are almost 14 and 11, my two boys. Wow. Keep you busy. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. They've got a little bit of personality, too. They might have inherited something. Just a, just a just tad. A, yeah. Just a, a tad. A little bit. Yeah. And... Um, and Miss Councilman, how many kids do you have? I have eleven children. Eleven children. Okay, I well now you're I making me feel you like I a slacker. It was <laughs> I told you. There's okay, so off the cuff, can you remember all of their ages? Of course. Uh, uh, obviously, I have a. Uh, just explain a little bit. When I married Teresa, she had three children, mm -hmm. and I was a musician who uh, wasn't probably ever going to get married and have kids. But uh, she was just too wonderful, so I ended up adopting uh, my first three children mm -hmm. through. Uh, marriage and then together we adopted eight children that's so, amazing so we have um, a big span of children so my oldest son uh, Richard he's 38 mm -hmm. and then I have a daughter who's going to be 37 soon uh, or th 37 now who's uh, Carrie and then after that is Cassie who's 32 and she just had a little baby so I have seven grandkids oh my gosh and then you drop all the way down to 17 and that's where Macy's at and then after Macy is Sam who's 16 and then there's a uh, uh, Jackson, who's 15, and Olivia, who's 15, and then there's David, who is 14, and then you'll have Benjamin, who's 11, Marcus, who's 9, and then Walter, who comes in at age 6, 
and I'm 56, so I've got a 50-year difference. <laughs> you know, keeping awesome. you spry and young, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. People say, are you ever going to retire? How can I retire? I, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'll think about retirement when my last kid graduates high school, but then they probably know. And you got uh, a little bit of time before that. Yeah. you got some time, lots of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think what's so important is I think a lot of a lot of moms get a lot of the credit for, you know, scheduling and juggling school and everything, but you guys are very involved dads. And, and not only involve dads, but you both have your careers and, and work. What are some of the, I don't know, initial challenges that come to mind whenever you, whenever you think like of day-to-day and what you're doing and, you know. This guy's got 11. So no, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> Mike should go, Mike like, should hey, go first. Okay, he can I just get over sit here and yeah. take notes. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. I think we all no. need to take notes. Yeah. No. I think the, the schedule is probably the hardest mm-hmm. part. And, and so without being self-employed, without being able to set my own schedule, I don't know that I could mm-hmm. I could do everything that I do. But we had, you know, the older two were in bands, and I was never in band. I don't know if y'all were in band. Yeah. But that's we so... We were, it's intensive. We, we were both Golden Girls, though. Oh, well, but, it was, but it was intensive. Yeah, and you still are. Yeah. And so, yeah. But, that's sweet? but there's so much to do there, all the practices, all the competitions, uh, all those sorts of things. And, and then just your regular school activities, the plays, everything else I mean, that you have to go to. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it, for me, it's a really important to be there. So being able to say, hey, I can't, you know, today I, at three, I'm picking them up and we're going to a movie later. And so that's, that's scheduled, you know, we're, yeah. we're doing that. In a regular job, you can't really do that. So yeah, so, that's, that's tough. so you mentioned that you um, are self-employed and you owned Open Door Benefits. Right. And so tell us a little bit more about that. So I sell insurance, health, life, disability, vision, dental, Medicare, supplements, gamut. all that stuff. I don't do any home or auto, but yeah. anything else. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and what about you, Councilman? Well, I'm, I'm also self-employed in the sense I'm the pastor of the Vineyard Church mm-hmm. over here in downtown Conroe. And uh, so that affords me time, but also being a city councilman, takes quite a bit of time as well. So I think the balancing really kicked in when I became a councilman because you have a lot of now nighttime things you have to go to, such as I think we have a graduation at the uh, Conroe Police Department mm-hmm. uh, today. So there's something always going on. And as Mike just said, you know, you know, Golden Girls, a band. <laughs> uh, uh, and then I have kids who have some, uh, you know, some issues in regard to, uh, you know, learning disabilities. Yeah. So now you're going to arts. And these mm-hmm. kind of things. And, and you know, I, I have wonderful kids, but I generally get during school about three calls a day on average, I think, from three different <laughs> teachers. Uh, I mean, but that's, that's the big yeah. one when you're on sitting on the dais. And my wife travels a lot. She also has a couple of jobs. And mm-hmm. so uh, you, you got to work when you got a lot of kids and, and, yeah. and that. And so when she's out of town, I'm on the dais up there. You know, I'm not even supposed to have my phone on. <laughs> but I have to keep it on. Just I don't, in case. And then, uh, you know, you'll see something come through and you go, oh, my I hope they haven't burned the school down. Right? Uh, so I think those are the things there. It is all this, you know, and it's hard. The difference of age really gets difficult because now the younger kids don't really get what I did with the older kids. Right. I used to go swimming with them out at Silverleaf or over mm-hmm. here at the wreck. And now the other kids have to go do these things, and it kind of cuts into their time. And I feel kind of bad about that, but... I just put a good old redneck pool out in the back, you know, one of those Academy specials. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And help the SJRA out with their <laughs> their needs. That, that's yeah. very generous of you. I'm sure they appreciate that. Uh, well, it's it really is. I want to get more into to what y'all do because because there's so much more that we want to talk about. Not only with with you know job and, and balancing kids, but also y'all do some amazing work in the community and and wear some different hats that maybe a lot of people don't realize. So um, I think we're going to take a quick break Mm -hmm. and we're going to come back. We're going to talk more with our amazing guests, Mr. Mike Fortner and Conroe City Councilman Raymond McDonald. We're going to talk about what makes them great dads and as well as community leaders. If you're listening to us um, online at IRLoneStar.com, you can also find us on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. You can also find us on 104.5 and 106.1. On your FM dial if you're in the Conroe area. So stick with us. This is Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel, and we'll be right back. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor. 
of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Does your company have needs that can be met by an employee who is dependable, hardworking, enthusiastic, motivated, cooperative, respectful, and punctual? Conroe Independent School District Special Education Department can meet your needs by connecting you with potential employees that have been preparing for a lifetime of employment. We have numerous individuals seeking paid and unpaid work experiences. If your company is interested in seeing how we can meet your business needs, call Conroe ISD Special Education Department to find the best employees for you at 936-709-7671. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back, everybody. It is Toast of the Town with Chrissy. Hey, looky there. I did it. I did you it. You did. We're so glad to have you all back today. We have a great show on. You guys are tuning in on the right day, and we have a number of listeners. It's awesome today. Anyway, we have uh, great guests, um, Mr. Mike Fortner and City Councilman Raymond McDonald, and we are talking about dads. Dads. All about dads. All about dads. All about great dads. Well, that's what I was fixing to say, and community service and all kinds of things Mm -hmm. we're talking about. So, and all those things which make great dads. So. Yeah. So, Mike, I know that you're also really involved. You've got some causes that are really close to your heart. I know you do a lot of work with the Dispute Resolution Center and and some others. What are, what are some of your passions and, and how do you, how do you manage those into your, your schedule? Well, I don't want to say I have a favorite. Yeah. then they would fight. Yeah, that's but, right. And they would yeah, fight over you. They would, yeah. But the Dispute Resolution Center is, is uh, here in Montgomery County, so we mediate uh, both civil and um, family cases. And mm-hmm. so most of what I do there is is mediating divorces. Yeah. So every divorce case in Montgomery County has to go through mediation, and a majority of them go through the Dispute Resolution Center right here on the square. So I started doing that uh, two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. roughly, um, after going through mediation myself. Uh, I realized I could do it as a volunteer. Yeah. So now it's every other week I go in and, and mediate for that. And it's incredibly rewarding um, if you, you know, have a passion for that, you want to learn more about it. It's, um, I believe it's drc-mc.org. That's awesome. But the Dispute Resolution Center in here. And they put you through all kinds of great training and everything too, right? Yeah, there's your basic training and then your advanced training, and that'll get you qualified to do family cases. And then I've also received my arbitration training there. Wow. My training to do CPS cases there. Um, and uh, and, they, and there's other little things that will come along, but it helps you really prepare. And there's some great people that volunteer there. So when we show up, I can leave the boxing gloves at home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, uh, yeah. Yeah, we get in the middle of that. So, <laughs> so you know, it, it's when people are in a really stressful time in their lives. Right, right. We're there to step in it and help out and hopefully help them get to a resolution without having to go see somebody in a black dress. Right. And have them bang a gavel and, and get yeah. that resolved for you. So. so what are, I mean, obviously you do a lot of different types of cases, um, but right. how many? about how many hours a week do you build that into your schedule? So I do, uh, it's typically a four-hour Mediation is what you're booked for, mm-hmm. and I do that every other week um, right now. And oh. Sometimes I'll be called in special, or right. you know, but, but the, the standard schedule is four hours every other Friday is what I do. So basically what you're saying, if people want to get involved with this, it, that it's actually pretty easy to be able to work that into your schedule. Right. You don't have to commit to every week. You don't even have to commit to every other week. They really want people to go through the training. It's not just for... To, to mediate, it's mm-hmm. also helpful in, in business as well. So of I course. find that I can apply those skills where I'm dealing with customers and 
and just dealing with employees and all those sorts of things, it teaches you to look at things a different way. So I have a ton of fun doing it, um, but it's also a very valuable uh, skill yeah, to add. Yeah, absolutely. So, Do you ever rap in the middle of your... No, no. No. You, know, you have to back up and explain to everybody yeah, that he's a yeah. rapper. That's that was like the first time I met you was at Woodlands Chamber Breakfast. And we're still friends. And we're still friends. Yeah, but yeah. you broke it down with the rap. And I remember the first time I ever got included in the rap because he would include like a lot of the people in the room. And I was like, I'm so special. That's a great feeling. <laughs> right. Yeah. Does it, it take much to make her happy? Yeah. It's really well, easy to please. I no, really? It's a good, it's good I, thing. Very low maintenance. Yeah. Very yeah. low maintenance. <laughs> But uh, but no, so, okay, so if you're interested, go to Dispute Resolution Center. You can even Google it, which is what I did, mm-hmm. and it comes up real nice and easy, and you can get some great information and, and go through some great training. Because I would imagine that even if you decided you didn't, you know, m- want to make time to volunteer, it's still a great skill set to have. It is a lot of folks just in business. and in, Great negotiation uh, skills. Right. A lot of HR people go through it just to learn it, to help things between employees. Mm-hmm. So that that one is... is uh, is really important to me. I, I like great. that one a lot. Um, I also do community assistance centers, so I'm on yes. board there. Yeah, and they're and fantastic. We love Jennifer. We had Jennifer and Kathy and Jennifer on, yeah. um, and and they're just lovely. They do amazing work. They're um, they're doing great things mm-hmm. for to fulfill needs here in the county, and they service the entire Montgomery County. Yes. Um, they also their resale shop has exploded, and if you haven't been to their resale shop at 1022 McCall, it's connected to their yes. building. Amber Bayless is over there making great strides. I'm telling you, it looks like a showroom when it you does. walk in there. It does not look like some retail shop. It is it is absolutely gorgeous what she's doing over it's, there. It's wonderful. And the prices are outstanding. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten jackets for $4 there. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten pants for like 2 or 3 yep. bucks. I mean, you can get... Great stuff. Uh, and they've got furniture and all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. They're constantly turning over and breaking records. So That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Um, and I have to cruise through the shop when I go over there just well, of to course. see what else I need. I know. Well, you just never you never know what you need until you see it. Right. <laughs> Sometimes. Right. You know. So that's a lot of fun. You never know what you're missing. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Right. You so might have to take it home. Yeah. And we, we do. We love our friends over at CAC. I got really got to know them well. Um, I'd done some work with them before they had before they moved over to Crisis Assistance Center, and then now that they're Community Assistance Center, which I think is so much fitting, more fitting for their right. mission statement. Um, but they do really great work. I know during Hurricane Harvey, they really stepped up, helped a lot of our neighbors in need, um, and they're and just wonderful personalities. It's not one of those when you go in there, you're not judged. It's very welcoming and loving, and all the everybody that entire staff, they genuinely just want to help. Right. And it's a tough gig. For it me. is. It really is. Yeah. I, I don't know that I could do it every day. Yeah. I really enjoy serving on the board. Um, yeah, I'm the secretary of the board. Scott Perry's the president. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott with the city of Conroe. Yep. Vanya Thomas from Praxair is our VP. And then, uh, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. I got a text from then, somebody out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, But just a great, and the staff, you already mm-hmm. mentioned, just fantastic people helping out. That's great. So the... Um, the newest thing I've been doing is is actually not local yet. We're mm-hmm. working on bringing it here. But Sleep in Heavenly Peace builds bunk beds. And I don't know if you've ever seen the story. I but saw it on your Facebook page. Yeah. But please fill us in. So that one is just a basic need of a kid needs a bed. And so all they the only requirement for them is that a kid doesn't have a bed of their own. They could be on the couch in mom's bed. Mm-hmm. Um, they could be on the floor. Um, so they build bunk beds and take them out and deliver them so to great. people's houses. So they'll do it. They're doing it this Saturday at their Northwest chapter. We don't have a chapter here yet. Okay. Um, but they're doing it. That's a national bunk bed build where they're trying to build 3,500 bunk beds across the country. Holy cow. There's 140 something chapters and they, um, this chapter is number six in the country. Um, wow. But you show up, they have all the tools, they, uh, you don't need any skills. They, like, teach you, you how to do it. They show you you're at a station. You do, I built uh, headboards one day. I dipped headboards last Saturday when we were there. Very nice. My hands are still a little stained <laughs> from the, the stuff. But um, <clears throat> And then you deliver. If you can go on a delivery, you can take and you see these kids. Oh, just light up. They get a bed. They get the mattress. They get the sheets. So I just did that the stuff. math. That's 7,000 kids. Nationwide that are going to get beds this year. That's just in one day. It's just, yeah. They're trying to do this. They're trying to, across the country, they're trying to build 3,500 beds. And that's singles. Singles, yeah. But still, still, you know, and so they 
last Saturday they did their 400th uh, build locally wow. at that chapter. And there's uh, there's one in Beaumont. And there's that one on the northwest side. And then, yeah, we're kind of talking. We would like to bring that up here to Montgomery it's County. A great idea. And service service That's the county awesome. with that. And then a sleep in heavenly peace. Right. So shpbeds.org is their website. And um, if you're interested. Um, you know, reach out. Uh, you can go Saturday and be part of that. They do builds every month, sometimes twice a month. And then if you're interested in helping getting this started here, we would love to, to talk to you. That's fantastic. How did you get involved with them? I saw a story on CNN, actually. And they, really? Their biggest growth came out of a, the Facebook show, um, um, Returning the Favor mm -hmm. with Micro. That was where they yeah. kind of exploded with their chapters. But um, just so moving to see the story. The guy yeah. who started it had a corporate job around Christmas. Mm -hmm. His kids were acting a little spoiled. So he said, hey, let's go build a bed with some spare wood we have and give it away. And then he found out the what need. What a great idea. 2% is about the number of kids that don't have a bed. Yeah. And I can't imagine my kids Not having going a bed without a bed in. to sleep in. But that's the reality. And yeah. so you go out and you deliver and... The, the, the delivery I did was five beds in one house. Wow. Uh, my buddy, uh, Will Warren, with Pierpoint Financial, he did one. It was seven kids in one apartment. And they don't have a place to sleep wow. until you show up. And, and what and a great gift. Such a simple gift that so many of us take for granted. Just so basic. That, yeah. Well, you know, and, and Micro was here a couple months ago and actually filming a show here in Conroe. Right. And I'm, I'm just a huge, huge fan of his. But I, I love that story, how it takes... One person with one simple idea and the impact that can come from, from just that one simple, you know, decision, that, that one right. simple choice. And that, that's, that's part of what makes, I mean, that yeah. is what makes this show, really. Yeah. And I know, Councilman, that you know that we have a lot of kids in need here in the Conroe area. And, and I'm sure as a pastor, you probably hear about a lot of uh, stories of, of families that are in need here in Montgomery County. Yeah, especially beds. Mm -hmm. Anytime someone offers me, recently someone said, hey, I have star furniture, single bed with the, you know, just a little dresser. I just take it and put it in my trailer because it's going to go quick. And for me, you know, my kids all have beds, mm -hmm. but if they could do anything to get my six-year-old to sleep in his bed <laughs> and not my bed, I, <laughs> I could sleep in heavenly peace. But, uh, his bed sits vacant. Up there. <laughs> Gathering a little dust and everything. Yes, it does. So uh, how long have you been uh, the pastor at the Vineyard Church here in Conroe? Actually, my wife and I planted the church uh, in 2001, in January wow. 2001, and uh, and then in September, right after September 11, we purchased the uh, Presbyterian Church that's downtown from them and moved into there. They moved on toward the lake, mm -hmm. and we've been there. So we've been there since in that building since September of 2001. So 18, wow. over 18 years. So and uh, awesome. and you're from the Conroe area. Actually, uh, no, I was born in East Houston, uh -huh. uh, then raised in. Uh, uh, Aldine, then mm -hmm. graduated high school in Klein because we got flooded out on the Greens Bile in those oh, wow. days and mm -hmm. uh, drove my family up to uh, the Klein area. After that, I, uh, but I had a uh, aunt, uh, Sue Luce, who lived here in Conroe and we used to come up for Christmas. Uh, it was there and, uh, and I loved it so much. It, to me, just as a kid, Conroe held so many promises at Christmas, which is why I, I ended up writing a song called Christmas in Conroe, which is a uh, song I wrote a while back, because to me, that's what Christmas, for some reason, Conroe yeah. was about Christmas. Um, and so it really is about Christmas at Christmas for me, that's for sure. But uh, it's, a, it's a festival. <laughs> uh, but, but in that, uh, my wife and I, I met my wife uh, in California. I went on to uh, Texas A&M, and after that, mm -hmm. I let it. Sorry, I can't, I, I can't nope, help it. Can't it's help just, it. Mike, and, Mike's an Aggie, too, so yeah, you know, you're so, in good company. Um, I was a senior there as a civil engineering student and decided to take a year off and go study music in uh, L.A. because I, I was a songwriter. Mm -hmm. And so I went up uh, for one year, and that's when the uh, economy in Texas, that was 84, collapsed. Yeah. So there was nothing to come back to, so I became a professional musician out there in L.A., and that's where I met my wife. And so um, when we began to talk about planning a church because I ended up becoming a pastor in that meantime as I would travel, I ended up doing... Uh, Texas Gospel Blues mm -hmm. records, uh, formed a niche of that, traveling around the world, playing that music. So I said, well, I know I'm going to plant a church. And uh, we just began to pray over a map. And uh, we both just felt that Conroe, Texas, where we were going to go. And, and I said, hey, that's that's Christmas, you know. So uh, <laughs> we came and drove here in the downtown area. I ate at Carmelita's that day after picking some blueberries down there 
on uh, 13, 14, mm -hmm. and uh, came up here, and I found a house over here by the railroad tracks, and uh, sold my house that was just uh, over there in Westwood by the Woodlands, and bought that house. And of course, the uh, the first night the train came by, <laughs> I thought I really missed God on this one here. I don't know what happened there, but uh, it fell in love with that house. We'd eventually end up buying the building from the Presbyterians, and I bought the house across the street and uh, refurbished it. And, so that's that's our Conroe story. Well, how lucky we are that God God led you back here. Exactly. Oh, uh, we love it here. I mean, it's uh, Conroe is just again. I knew right away when I moved here, I was going to be very involved in mm -hmm. the city. Uh, I didn't just want to do a church. It was just a church. I knew it was going to be something about the city. Having traveled a, a lot, um, you know, you fall in love with cities. Especially, we spent a lot of time in Switzerland, mm -hmm. and you saw small towns and how people operated in small towns. And I just kind of. Having lived in L.A. for a long time in Hollywood and that kind of area, I just thought, I really want to be in a small town mm -hmm. with a white picket fence. After seven yeah. years, I was like, okay, God, I'm ready to leave now and go on the road. <laughs> and, um, you know, but you realize something. I didn't come here to save Conroe. Uh, Conroe saved me. I learned about how having friends, mm -hmm. you, you don't, you know, you have kind of friends in Los Angeles, but everyone's just transient. Right. And to come into a town where people have roots and what they're going to do, it just, it changed the way I saw life and the way I do it. So that's amazing. I love it here. Yeah. You and Steve Perry, small town girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, well, <clears throat> and I want to come back. I know we're fixing to have to take a break, and I, this is too big of a topic to really get in when we've got a short amount of time. But to be led to to adopt kids like you have, more than, you know, the first three that, that your wife had had before y'all were married, mm -hmm. um, I think that takes such a, an amazing, generous spirit. and um, And you've got great kids. Well, thank you. You've got great kids. Yeah. I've I've been privileged to be around them yeah. for a few events, and they're just so well behaved, and they always have smiles on their faces. Well, I'm glad that 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 was a rare moment. I really appreciate. it. <laughs> I was going to say, did you like slip them five bucks Mike, before don't you walked in the like door? Yeah. Not a, <laughs> Mike, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anytime it's good. It's yeah, good. Of course, yeah. if you said, "Oh, you have a wonderful dad," they'd probably look over and go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure we, do, right. we do, we do." Uh, <laughs> Yeah. But uh, but and you but I love it too because you you take them out into the community. You're like mm -hmm. you know they're they're learning firsthand what it's like to be involved. It, it is. I mean, to me that I want them to know the community. Actually, mm -hmm. when I first became a pastor here, and I had a uh, we had a local psychiatrist who lived here, Doctor Looney. Yeah, great name for a psychiatrist. <laughs> but uh, his son came to me and said, uh, "Hey, I, I, I want to you know just mentor underneath you. I want to." I said, "Okay," and he came over his notebook and everything and his Bible. And I said, put that down. And I just walked him to the downtown square and said, let's just sit on the on the benches and just meet people. Mm -hmm. He didn't like that. I like the Bible, not people. Yeah, that's going to be tough. You know? yeah. It's going to be a rough <laughs> As a pastor, you know? yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I want my kids to know Conroe. They, I want them to love Conroe um, and uh, be very proud of it. Mm -hmm. And um, believe me, they where we go, places we travel we'll be going to Ohio this summer they'll they'll be proud Conroe yeah. proud yeah that's very good well and as somebody that is a native Conroe white two native Conroe whites yeah. um you know I my kids I have them very involved with with everything that we do here too because I feel the same way I want them to realize what's going on in this community especially you know the fastest growing city in the nation mm -hmm. we've got lots of things going on lots of things to be proud of and we got to raise the next generation mm -hmm. of people to take over and make some great decisions that's so. right that's awesome. Well, I think it's time we got to take a break. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going to say. No, no. Okay. Oh, um, y'all stay with us. We will be back in just a minute. Um, 104.5, 106.1. Did I do it right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, or Facebook or IRLoneStar.com or, or, or. We're all over the place. <laughs> y'all stay with us. show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. 
Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are removed from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit Casas. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, Check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for a summer internship, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world. Welcome back, everybody. Melanie. I can't not whistle. I know, it's a great tune. It's just a great tune. I know, I know. You would think they wrote it just for us. I know. Do you remember whenever we first started this a year ago? And, and uh, Dick comes up with this great intro music. And he's like, well, you know, y'all can always come up with something custom. We're like, oh, yeah, we're going to get something custom. And we can't because we, we love the we music. We love our music. I know. I know. Way and, to go, and Dick. And we've even had... You're a rock star. We've even had songwriters say that they would write us something. I think that'd be awesome. I think it would be, too. <laughs> but but it's so hard. I know. I know. Now we have great little tunes. Anyway. Anyway, welcome back to Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. We are here with Mr. Mike Fortner and Conroe City Councilman Raymond McDonald. We are talking about amazing fathers today. And um, and what's more than just being amazing fathers is being amazing community leaders as well. Yes, absolutely. And and what goes along with being an amazing father Mm -hmm. is having a sense of humor. Because if you don't, you go crazy. This is true. So we've already established that Mike has four kids. Yes. And Raymond's got 11 kids. And that really makes me feel like a slacker because there are some days where I'm like, I'm just happy that, you know, I still have hair attached to my head and I've made it home and I've only got two. Yeah, that's all I have. And that's the same thing. I'm just, you know, I lived. Yeah. I lived. I wake up in the morning. I said, thank you, God. I made it through the night. Yes. Let's go. That's right. So uh, any any funny, fun dad stories, kid stories? Uh, They're staring at each other. They're like, I don't know if we want to share this. <laughs> I think some of, some of the funnier ones, uh, my children are African-American uh, out of the most amount of the fifth ward where they were at, but they came as babies to us. And uh, But uh, so you're raising, you know, the first child we got, uh, Olivia, she was uh, one day old. And then they came to me and said, well, we know you want another, you want to adopt, not just foster. Mm-hmm. So uh, she's not really adoptable. How about uh, this little boy? And I went down and on my 41st birthday, picked him up at the Chick-fil-A down in spring in the parking lot about 11 o'clock at night. It did not feel legal at all. Um, and, and so and then they, they called me the next month and said, well, you know, the little girl you got, she has a sister in foster care. Can you take her too? So I had three kids wow. in three months. Uh, wow. They were little bitty babies. All from uh, the Chick-fil-A? Or? Well, no, the only one from Chick-fil-A. Okay. One came at Target. Uh, but... Met that in there, but uh, I'll never forget in those days. And I live right here on Dallas Street. I had a, just a little picket fence, and uh, the kids were out there. And uh, a woman pulled up, and she was black. She said, "Excuse me, sir. I couldn't help but notice that you're white." And of course, I started looking at my hands, going, "Yeah, yeah, I did." 
And she said, and your kids, they're black. I said, yes, ma'am. She goes, do you need some help with their hair? I said, yes, ma'am. She, she got out. Started awesome. giving me some advice and stuff. I loved it. It was just very funny, that whole idea. I couldn't help but notice you're white. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's so obvious. Yeah. And as a blues player, that was always the bane of my life. It kept me out of, kept me out of France, you know. Um, that's a great story. I, I tell you, it's so funny because one of my cousins, uh, she, she, her husband is African-American, and, and they have a, a blended child. And while she was pregnant, like the last half of her pregnancy, she said that's all she was doing was researching how in the world to take care of her hair because she was worried that she wouldn't take mm-hmm. care. So that's it resonates with me, too. <laughs> well, it, yeah. But uh, they, my kids are a lot of fun, and they're, they're just uh, all, they're, all of them are extroverts except one. And uh, actually, two are introverts. Uh, but uh, the introverts get in more more <laughs> trouble than the extroverts in a sense. I, I remember one night I heard a, a noise, and I came into the room and saw something move underneath the table. It was like 2 in the morning. It scared me half to death. And I yelled, what? Who's that under my table? And my, uh, he was 7 years old, Jackson. My Jackson mm-hmm. came out. He was 7 years old, and, he, and he's down under the table. So said, what are you doing under there? He goes, I was going to practice my driving. And uh, and I and I looked at him and I said, "You don't even have your glasses on." <laughs> My wife said, "He's seven. He There's the issue." And uh, I ran outside and saw the uh, saw that the van had the keys in it. Oh goodness! And oh, I ran no. back and said, "Well, you had the key and it was turned over." Oh my goodness! Not running. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I asked him, "Well, why did you come back in? You already had it going." He goes, well, "I wanted the keys to the Cadillac." So he, you know, he had class. I appreciate it. Priorities. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> At seven years old. There are going to be some really great stories coming up. I have a feeling with Jackson. Oh, as oh a Jackson God. mom, too. And, Mike, I know yours are... They're, yeah. And they're witty. They're dangerously witty. Right. Yeah. I don't know where they could possibly get I that from. no idea no clue. where that... Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're probably aliens that can't... Yeah, they were not adopted. I was there. In the <laughs> you saw it, yeah. yeah. But um, they're... They're both a little nuts, and they'll just come up with stuff <laughs> to uh, to keep me on my toes yeah. and, and everybody else. But, um, yeah, you know, if, everything from interesting homework excuses to I think the story that got the best um, reaction mm-hmm. when I, I did a very long Facebook post about um, our first day of school this past year, and my youngest was going to fifth grade at a new school. Mm-hmm. And, so, and we're Fifth close grade's enough. a big year. It is, mm-hmm. and we're close enough we could walk. And so we, we'd walk to school, and we'd take the dog, and the dog kind of is the center of the family. Mm-hmm. Everything revolves around the dog. So we love the dog, and I'm like, okay, I know it's going to be a rough day. Let's take the dog and, and go. Right. And so we're going, and the dog, I promise, gets fed and walked. He's a very healthy <laughs> dog. Very, very or- well-oriented dog. Please don't dog. call in. There's no, <laughs> yeah, I promise. Okay. I have pictures to prove it. Like, he's very well taken care of. But for whatever reason, that day, he just said that was his day. He was going to go to the bathroom as many times as he could. And so, hey, he was nervous for first day of school, too. It happens. It could, yeah, let's go with that. Yes, so, he, we're, so we're walking, and, you know, you got the blue bags to pick everything up, right? Because you're a responsible pet owner. Right. Yes. Yes. But you don't, you typically go out and back on a walk. Right. You don't want to go on a round trip. <laughs> And you know when you walk in with all the other school kids carrying the the poo bag, the blue bag. Yeah. So there's a park on the corner, so we go and we get number one, mm-hmm. right? And so we pick up and we go in the trash can, and then we get a little further. And this is a ten minute walk, y'all. So <laughs> this is further. not a this is not like a forty five minute trip. No, yeah. we get the second one. I'm like, okay. So I got <laughs> carrying it. What are you gonna do? I mean, it's That's right. You know, That's what you so got. You, get down the road and he's nervous and I'm trying to go, Hey, it's going to be great. You already know mm-hmm. some friends there. Everything's going to be fine. I'm trying to reassure him. Meanwhile, I'm managing the dog who, for whatever reason, <laughs> his intestines are saying, this is it. I'm, I'm done. Get it all out. <laughs> so before we even get to the corner, there's one corner with the turn, right? Mm-hmm. We're at number three. Oh, okay. And the, the other kids are gathering. It's, a, you know, the, you know, like in the movies where they all start clumping yeah. together and yeah. we're getting to the crossing guard. And the crossing guards are very friendly, um, very nice folks over there. Um, CISD does a great they job. They do a great with job. The, with the crossing guard. And so they're talking. They're being friendly. I've, I got a dog on a leash. I got 
two bags of poo in my hand, and I'm just walking I'm like, yeah, good morning. Yeah, it's great to be. I don't want to shake your hand right now. It's good. Really good. Go. And Michael's just trying to deal with the first day of school. Yeah. So he's making his way down the road. So we get a little further. Dog's got to go again. We're on the last block to school. I'm like, come on. Nope, we're going. So my first day of school, I've lost my child already. He's down. He's gone. So I'm like, okay, we're trying to have this moment, yeah. right? No. Not happening because it's all about the dog. The Havapoo has prevented us <laughs> from having this father-son thing. Now I've got to take care of the dog. He's gone. Oh I'm like, gosh. great. I've failed entirely right. on this mission to get this done. And then <clears throat> I, I'm walking because I'm going to go and see if he's still there. Right. He's coming back. He's nervous. He's having a moment. He's crying. I'm like, okay, let me try to be dad with mm -hmm. my multiple bags of, of poo. poo in my hand. And so we get there. You know, and I like, look, everything's going to be fine. I give him a hug. It's a very tender mm -hmm. moment. You know, he's okay. And he walks in the rest of the school and I watch him go. I turn around. I'm having my dad moment. Yeah. I'm a pretty Dear. emotional guy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm like, all right, but at least he didn't see that. I'm good. And then the dog's got to go again. <laughs> How many times is this? It just totally ruined the whole thing. But know? it makes it so memorable. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, you never forget that, never that forget. first day. So the first day of that, school. Yeah. There's just nothing to it. And then I, um, the uh, the time I screwed up, I'll just be very honest. Yes. So well, we all do that as parents. Yearbooks, you know, oh, yeah. right, right. come right. around. We're in fifth grade. And, um, and my oldest, Clay, is my oldest, is very cut and dry, really. Clay really does not care about your opinion of Clay. He's just, <laughs> he's he's just on his own. When he was in karate class, you know, they have the mirrors on mm -hmm. the wall. Clay would just check himself out. <laughs> He's just running the whole time. He just, <laughs> that, he loved himself. That's so, okay. That's healthy. It's good. Healthy. It's, it's very good. Yes. to have self-esteem. Michael, though, cares about what everybody says, so it's uh, totally different. But um, I forgot to order the yearbook. You know, they give you that, mm -hmm. uh, that period of time, mm -hmm. and I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't get it done. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, he comes home, and I'm like, hey, did you get your yearbook? No. What do you mean, go back and look, dad screwed up? Yeah, been there. So been there, been there. he's this year. Yeah, <laughs> he's devastated. And so, you know, networking, 22 of years of being in. So I know a guy at the company. Uh, so 9 o'clock at night, I'm emailing him, and I go, look, <laughs> he does the class rings. And I go, look, I know this isn't in your department, but is there any way? Like, I'm, I'm begging yeah. on my knees through the emails, please. He says, yeah, let me connect you with this this other guy. So it, it's uh, Gardner Seaholm was my connection mm -hmm. over at Jostens, just to give a shout out. That is awesome. And, and Blake Aarons um, was the guy over yearbooks, and Blake said it. And I told my sob story and just begged. My kid's in bed crying himself to sleep, right? Because dad failed. Because dad failed yeah. miserably. Yeah. And Blake says, oh, yeah, I'll give you my personal copy at no charge because you know the guy. And I'm like, wow. Networking has finally paid Absolutely. Off, right? It's like being in business yes, is worth it. Yes. I get, so I get to, just before they're going to sign that day, I get to deliver the yearbook. The yearbook and the then kid. you were like, Dad Hero. Then I was, everything was saved. Yeah. Even though I failed miserably. Yeah. But and that, you know, I think that's what's so cool with kids is um, they do have, like, now sometimes they can get twisted off about things where that make no sense. But sometimes it's the smallest actions that, that really hit home with them. Yeah, you know how many signatures he's got in his yearbook? How many? Three. Three. He's <laughs> <laughs> happy as he can be. That was all he wanted. He, just, <laughs> he got it. Oh, so you missed yearbook too this year, huh? I missed yearbook for my uh, Walter. He graduated kindergarten this year, and he mm. came home and said, uh, I didn't get a yearbook. And I just, you know, you got this many kids. You just blow, <laughs> you just, it's sad. And, and my wife, uh, she's not learned to deal with guilt and shame yet. Uh, I, I'm like, yeah, well, I got a lot of kids. You're the last yeah. one, you know. Sorry about that, yeah. bro. Percentage-wise, though, <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, I think we, I, I, like I said, I get lost with two of them in, in between, you know, cheer and camps and yearbooks and, you know, 20 bucks here and 50 bucks oh. here and 100 bucks here and everything oh, else. Boy. You know, and I tell you, my biggest failures all the time is adding money to their lunch accounts. Oh, yeah. That and I do worst. that, and then they come home, and they're like, I got a cheese sandwich. And I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> <I'm sorry." laughs> 
The shame of the it. Shame. You've got cheese sandwiches. I've, I've had the, you, you can imagine the way they must receive the cheese sandwiches. It's like yeah. the, just throw and down it, in front of them. Like Take that. Slap them across the face whenever they get it, you know, yeah, just exactly. to make sure that the insult is like exactly. good and smeared What's your in. parents' name again? Because we're going to put her name on the marquee as yeah. the failure of the day. Yeah, and so. my, my kids will say when something happens like that, their teachers go, what would your dad think about that? You know, I mean, he's a councilman. He's you know, a, now I'm sure what they say, your dad's a councilman and he doesn't put money in. Yeah. Like, like that's supposed to make that. a difference, but yeah. they get shamed double time. Yeah. Know, for that. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, so Father's Day is this Sunday. Are y'all planning on doing anything special? Uh, Maybe get a nap in. For yeah, a well, you just say survive. <laughs> you know, being a pastor, that's, that's the thing. You're yeah. hoping to get a nap in. But generally, Father's Day means I come home and just start grilling. Uh, and I'll just grill and grill. And then when I'm and done grilling, grill come in, <laughs> yeah, I'll come in and clean the kitchen a little bit. My wife will work hard as yeah. well. And, uh, you know, most of them, that they enjoy They want to make sure I get something. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll be running my wife ragged to do that. But I, I, I love I love just being with them. And grilling, I, I, to me, that's the joy of. There's right. just so right. many of us to go out somewhere. Yeah, that's a pain. Yeah. That's just harder than well, just being at home. It's so much more fun. Yeah, it's, and so much more rewarding. And you know, it's just a good time. Yeah. Mike, you got any big plans? Yeah, I'm kind of the home guy as well. Yeah, I would much rather just be there and enjoying the family instead of mm-hmm. trying to manage a restaurant. Yeah, there's, you know, six of us is nothing. But yeah, um, it's still a lot. You but know? it's still it, why do that yeah you know and so yeah, we can be at home and relax a little bit yeah and just, and just spend some time together and yeah and you know and i think that's what makes you such great dads is because you take even the simplest moments and you make the most out of them so um thank y'all so much for being with us today happy happy father's day here's a toast to the best Absolutely. you guys are the best thank yeah. you so much for not only what you do for your kids and, and raising great community citizens but for being involved and and just being great dads so Happy Father's Day Um, to everyone out there listening. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers and everything. And make sure you tune in next Wednesday for our next installment of Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. Until then, make it a great week. Thanks for checking out this show on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. This show is owned and produced by Lone Star Community Radio and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. For more information about the show, to be a guest, or to sponsor, just contact the studio at 936-647-3776 to leave a message, or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com.